Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renew Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. Well, today I, I have a, a, a message, and it's not a long message, but I have a message that I want to share with you, and, and it starts with a story because I love stories, and it starts with, with uh, where we were this time uh, last month. This time last month, my, my mom was down, and my mom uh, came for Thanksgiving, and, and anytime my mom comes to town, my girls are, are crazy. My girls are always crazy, but when grandma comes to town, it gets even crazier, and uh, they, they just like, it, it, it's something that, that makes the, the, the season just a little bit fun or a little bit more exciting, but it gets so exciting that my my senior citizen mom, it's even weird for me to say that because I don't think she's a senior citizen, but it, it's, she gets to this place where sometimes she has to like slip off. She has to slip away because my girls are always like going 100 and my mom likes to bring it down. You know what I mean? She likes to kind of like pace herself a little bit and she'd been with us for a couple weeks. So, so not to go crazy, she would oftentimes, you would find her slipping into the dining room in our house and and begin to work on a puzzle, this, this puzzle that they had bought at the, uh, the, the local store. And, and little by little, they were building this 1,000-piece puzzle. And little by little, the girls would make a contribution. Little by little, the girls would show up and they'd say, Grandma, I found a piece. And, and they'd put the piece in. And, and uh, over a, a, the course of, of the two weeks that Grandma was with my girls and my family, they put together this really cool 1,000 piece puzzle. Do you want to see it? It might be behind this, uh, it might be behind this stand right here. Let me, let me just show you really quick and uh, I, I hope that you like it because we really, really like it. Isn't that good? Come on, you can clap for that. That's a lot of work. I estimate that in the two weeks that, that uh, our family was gathered together, my mom and, and my girls and, and their cousin, my niece who's here also, they spent a combined total of 67 hours building this 1,000 piece puzzle. Isn't that crazy? 67 hours. So, so as a family, including me, we spent 67 hours and 15 minutes because that was my contribution to the puzzle. You know, but uh, I, I didn't really know that until this time. I didn't know my mom and my dad were really into puzzles, like over through COVID and, and during the last year of my grandmother's life, last year in 2019, my grandmother died. And uh, my parents kept my grandmother for, for the, uh, the later part of her life. And, and in those days when they were with her and there was nothing else to do, they would spend time at the dining room table putting puzzles just like this together. And then, then in the pandemic, even after my grandmother died, they, they would spend some time together building these little puzzles. So when looking for a piece, my mom would do what I would think most people do, which is to find the edge pieces first, obviously, you go for that. And then you close it in and you look for the color or the special characteristic in the picture. Maybe it's a, a berry on the banister or maybe it's the white in Santa's beard or a, a twinkle on the tree. Whatever it is, you just really like tried to find those things. But my dad, my dad had a different strategy to find the shape. So my dad would literally take these 1,000 piece puzzles and he would graph them. He would like figure out by shape 
where each one would fit. And so he'd have like a, a section of one-legged puzzle pieces and then a section of two-legged puzzle pieces and then three-legged puzzle pieces and then the weird ones, the pointy ones. And he would do this crazy thing. And so one day when my, my family went to the store, I like snuck into the, the dining room where the puzzle was and I, I started to try to graph these pieces. Let me tell you, it doesn't work that good. I don't, I don't know how he did that or why he did that, but that's what he did. It doesn't matter how you do it, but let me tell you what this puzzle reminds me behind me. This puzzle reminds me that quality time doesn't always mean complicated time. You know what I'm saying, right? Quality time doesn't always mean complicated time. Sometimes it's good to just break out a puzzle or sit down around a Christmas movie or find something that you guys can do together. Do stuff with the ones you love and make the most of every opportunity. This is what it says in Ephesians chapter 5. It says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. But you know what? Like what I was thinking, I was, I was thinking what if? All the while that my family was building the puzzle, and I did a little bit more than 15 minutes, but I, I, like this is the way my brain works. I was like, what if, what if we get to the end of the puzzle, like 999 pieces, and there's a piece missing? That's what my thoughts were on the first piece, on the 50th piece, on the 500th piece. I was like, what if there's a piece missing? And it would be all for nothing. And, and before we even started like getting to the end, even before we could count it, because I didn't count it, I just imagined, like I'm thinking in my mind, like I got to get an email address for the, the, the manufacturer or the, the, you know, the puzzler guy. I don't know. I, do they call him a puzzler? The, the baker's bake, puzzler's puzzle. Like I was thinking in my mind, how are we going to do this? And um, I needed to know like what they were going to do to compensate me for for that one piece and, and, and if they can't get me that one piece I want like remuneration for all 67 hours of our time wasted because I want that puzzle complete that's the way my brain works that's the way that my, my mind works in, in this what if there's a piece missing let me take you to my text and I'm not going to preach long today but let me just take you to my text today this is the, the Christmas story Luke chapter 2 verse 8 and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I love that. Another, uh, kind of an older translation says, fear not. One of my favorite phrases in the Bible, fear not. I bring you good, no good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Today I want to talk to you about peace. Today I want to talk to you about that peace that we were talking about, that that missing piece that maybe some of us are missing in our own lives. It, it's peace on earth. You've, you've heard that, right? It's written on our Christmas cards. You can, you can see it written across, uh, you know, different things in stores and homes and decorated uh, with that phrase, peace on earth. And we sing the song, 
Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild. Love and sinners reconciled. But let me tell you this, and I've done some research on it. Jesus doesn't claim to bring peace on earth. Like that, that verse and, and, and what it said is not what we sometimes like to traditionally sing, which is peace on earth and mercy mild. In fact, if you just go like a couple of, of verses uh, down the road, if you go to uh, 10 chapters later, excuse me, to Luke chapter 12, it doesn't say peace on earth. It says, do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. Jesus said this, but, but here's what that text did say. This is what that text did say. It says, and on earth peace, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. On earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. It doesn't say peace on earth. It doesn't say I'm going to provide peace to the planet. It doesn't say I'm going to provide peace peace to a people. And Jesus, like I said, he even said, I didn't come to bring peace, but division. But he did come to bring peace to a person, to an individual, to a person maybe just like you. And I'm not sure if you're in the back of the room that you can see this, but there's actually a piece missing in my puzzle today. It's not noticeable until you get up close because it kind of blends in, but it's in the wall right above the banister. But the closer you get, the more you see it. And when you see it, you know it's there, and all of a sudden, you can't stop looking at it. It's literally like what your eye is attracted to from this point forward. It's that piece that's missing. So I have a question for you. Is there peace missing in your life? It might not be noticeable. Honestly, most people might think you have it all together. And, and those that are, are, are on the outside just looking in, it looks like everything is going perfectly. You've got a 1,000-piece puzzle. But those that are closest to you, those that, are, that have like a, a front row view, they see exactly what's missing. They know that there's a piece missing. Even more so, you know you have a piece missing. You look at your life, you look in the mirror, you wake up every day and you think to yourself, man, there is a piece missing in me. But even more so, God knows. God knows that there is a piece missing. And I think about two different types of people in the world, two different people, two different people maybe even in the room today. Some of them, like... They have a peace in the midst of a crazy, chaotic, like, the world is falling apart life. And I'm like, how are you even here right now? How are you even present in this moment right now? And it's because they have that peace that I'm talking about. And then there's other people in the room that, like, literally, it seems like life is perfect. You know, they've got uh, uh, two kids and... A perfect home, two cars, a, a dog and a jet ski, and yet you accidentally get mayo on their sandwich when they said no mayo, and they literally lose their mind. You know what I'm talking about, right? No peace over peanut butter and jelly, right? Like, it's just that way for some of us. The Apostle Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, 
Don't be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So tonight, let's take just a couple minutes for some self-evaluation. Let's just take a couple of minutes right here and right now, not, not to evaluate the person on your right or on your left, not to be, you know, elbowing your spouse, but to think about yourself right here and now. To think about your own life right here and right now and say, where is my peace? How is my peace? Let's start with the home. I preached a sermon a couple of weeks ago reminding us to, to simplify our Christmas, that we need to be simple, that we need to slow down. And we need to enjoy the moment before it becomes a memory. You see, for those puzzles and doing that kind of stuff with my dad, as of about three months ago, it's all a memory. And it's something I don't want any of you to take for granted. Is there peace in your home? The second one would be in your circumstances. Do you have peace in your circumstances? And I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know what you're facing. It could be medical, physical, uh, financial. It could be a job, something within the family. And maybe it's uh, a, a young couple trying to have a baby. Maybe it's mental health. Or maybe like me, you've lost a loved one to COVID this year. Whatever it is, give your circumstances to Jesus? Do you have peace in your home? Do you have peace in your circumstances? And then finally, do you have peace in your heart? If you don't, now's the time. And this is the perfect opportunity because as I said earlier, peace doesn't come to a planet. It doesn't even come to a people. So we can't just keep on singing peace on earth and pretend like it's going to happen because we sang the song. It comes to those on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests and I want for you today not to leave from this place without experiencing the peace of God to those on whom his favor rests today can be the day for you today can be the day where you experience that peace in your heart do you have peace in your heart if you don't what better day, what better way, what better opportunity than on a Christmas weekend, on a Christmas program weekend to make things right with God. To let God have whatever it is that you're struggling with. To let God have your home and your family, your finances, your struggle. To let God have your yesterdays. To let God have your present and your future. To let God have your sin. That thing that no one else knows about. To let God in your life to help you fill the peace that's missing in your life. Would you bow your heads? Would you close your eyes with me today? You know, um, in Luke chapter 5, it says, Jesus says, these are his words, I have come not to call those who think they are righteous. This is Jesus. I need you to hear this. I know there's a lot of distraction, but it says, I have come to, to call those not to call those who think they are righteous, but those that are sinners and need to repent. Maybe that's you today. 
maybe you know there's sin in your life. Maybe you know there's something that you haven't surrendered to God. And here and now, whether it's big or little in your eyes or anybody's eyes, if you know that it's, it's a, a willful rejection of God's plan for your life, here and now, surrender it to Him. Here and now, give it to Him. Here and now, just say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Come into my life. Make me brand new. I'm going to lead you in that prayer. We call it the prayer of salvation, but it's not the words. It's nothing, you know, magical about the words. It's about the heart. It's about where you are, and this is that moment when it's just you and God reflecting and saying, I want to make sure that I have that peace that you're talking about. With your head's bowed and your eyes closed, I'm just going to pray with you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. God, I thank you for each and every person in the room today, each and every person that's within the sound of my voice, those that are trying to here and now make a determination of where they are with you, an evaluation of where they are with you in their, in their home, in their circumstances, and in their heart. Here and now, God, we come before you. We just say, I pray, I pray that you would help them to, uh, to know that it's not about works. It's not about knowing everything uh, there is to know about everything or, or having the Bible memorized or coming to church uh, this many times per week or anything like that. It's, it's about what was already done. It's not what we do. It's what you've already done on the cross. It's your sacrifice. Because you came, you were born, and we celebrate your birth, but you also died. And you died for sinners just like me. God, I pray for these people. Pray that they would experience your peace that passes all understanding. And if, if they don't know you, that they would pray this prayer that goes like this. With your head bowed and your eyes closed. And if you want to pray this prayer, I invite you to repeat this prayer after me. Just pray this out loud as I pray it. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. I pray that you'd come into my life that you'd make me brand new. And because you died for me, I choose to live for you. Thank you for your peace. I receive it today. In Jesus' name we pray. All of God's people said, amen. amen. Come on, can we give Jesus a round of applause today? If you made a decision, there are some ushers in the back, and they're waiting right here and right now. They're not going to bring you out, bring you up. They're going to just come to you. If you made a decision today, you said, I want God's peace, they just have a gift for you. They have a, a, a new believer's New Testament that they want to give to you. If you said, today, I made this decision, would you just lift your hand right where you're at, and they're going to just come right to you and just hand you a Bible. If that was you today, come on, be bold and share. just lift your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. I made that decision. Would you do that right here and right now? Who's the first one? Come on, praise be to God. Let's give God praise. Anybody else? Anybody else? Experiencing the peace of God. Anybody else? I got another one right up here, my friend, right here in the middle row. Praise be to God. Come on, let's give God praise. Praise be to God. There may be others. There's one right behind you, my brother. There's one over here on this side. Listen, as they're giving those out, maybe you didn't raise your hand, but there's a tent on your way out. It's called the Next Steps Tent. It's the 
uh, only black tent there is on the property. There's a white tent over here. It's not that one. There's one right here on your way out. Stop by the tent. Talk to one of our leaders. Make sure you connect with them and uh, help you take that next step. Amen. We're so excited that you're here. We're glad that you're here. We're about to dismiss, but before we do, I'm going to invite Pastor Mikey to make his way back up. Man, thank you guys again for coming out. Man, how was Journey on the Christmas Express? How was that? This is crazy. This is 6.30 service on a Saturday night, and this place is jam-packed. You guys really didn't want to go to church tomorrow, right? That's what it is. That's what it was, right? Man, thank you guys again, man. Like you said, my name is Pastor Mikey. I just have a few things I want to share with you guys. Um, next weekend, Christmas weekend, we're just going to have one service at 10.35 a.m. on Sunday morning. Um, on January the 2nd, we're having something called Vision Sunday. You're not going to want to miss it. And on January the 9th, this is the big one, January the 9th, we're having our guest barbecue. So if you're a guest, if you're newer to Renew Church, we want to host you for a free lunch. We're going to have a barbecue. want to host you, your family, just get to know you, get to uh, hang out, have some conversations. And, I mean, guys, it's, it's free food. Who in here likes free food? I will never say no to free food. It's just, I think it's a sin to do that. I'm pretty sure that it is a sin. But, man, I just wanted to let you guys know about that. I want to see you guys on January the 9th. It's going to be a great time. Um, lastly, if you'd like to give to Renew Church, I just want to let you guys know that there's a few ways that you can do that. But before I mention that, before I mention that, you have these sunglasses in the seat pocket in front of you. You guys see them? They're on my head. You're probably wondering why I got sunglasses indoors. We'll put them on and check out this video. January 9th, man, you guys are not going to want to miss it. Bring your sunglasses. It's going to be a great time. And like I said, lastly, man, if you'd like to give to Renew Church, there's just a few ways that you can do that. The first way to do that is in person via the envelopes in the seat pocket in front of you, and then you can drop them off in one of the buckets on your way out. The second way to do that is to do it online by visiting renew.miami forward slash giving. And the third and final way to do that is to do it via text by texting GIVE to 786-565. 1165. Let's pray over the offering. God, we thank you for this day. Lord, we pray that you would just bless this offering, God, as we worship you in this way. Lord, bless these people, Father, as they give to you, Father, and God, be with them. You know their needs. You know the miracles that are needed, God. We pray that you would move, Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we all pray. Amen. Man, thank you guys for coming out. against girls.
someone gets to win this. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks for coming. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, prospero año.